Sup, Powerful Nonsensers? Hello. We are back in your ear holes for another episode of Powerful Nonsense. It feels like ages. We're definitely not seeing each other as much anymore. It feels like ages since we last done a recording session. What, about three weeks a month? Something like that. I mean, it's crazy. But things have changed. Things have changed. We, I'm, I'm sat on a recliner sofa. Luxury. In the, the newly palatial Powerful Nonsense studio. <laughs> A.K.A. my living room. A.K.A. Jem's living room. <laughs> <laughs> on a nice brand new sofa. I, I feel like, well, Jem said, I look like an entitled podcaster. Got the recliner up. I got my tea to the left of me. Joker's to the right. <laughs> Gem sat to my right. That was nice. <laughs> Thanks. Um, oh, speaking of which, if you're joining us for the first time, I am Wayne Ingram. I am Gem Yildiz. And yes, welcome to the show. Uh, so today uh, we're going to be talking. We're going to be talking about Tinder a little bit. Well, not so much Tinder. It's Tinder's research based on my extensive knowledge of Tinder. <laughs> Wayne will be bringing all the yeah uh, I, I can bring all the ex- the tin I am the uh, resident tinder specialist yeah he's been spending the last few years on it just for this podcast episode to be yeah, honest yeah you know I just had to take a punt it's nice of you to put the research in Wayne I know I know it's it's a lot of hard work a lot of hours swiping um, your fingers massive yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tinder have put out some uh, information recently some stats uh, about millennials and um interestingly tinder of all people this is not something you would expect to come from tinder but tinder claim that 72 percent of millennials are making the decision to be periodically single do you think they collect that data through the app or they just realize that people aren't leaving <laughs> <laughs> well i think i think i'm gonna say i do think tinder's going downhill a little bit so people as, sh- a, as an avid tinder user well people are shifting over to the old uh, the old bumble is that more a classy dating bumble yeah well classy i don't know yeah a little bit it's it's meant it's it's marketed as a more feminist dating app um because the woman has to message first that's the rule on bumble okay if you match a guy can't send the first message so you can't just send her so you can't just send off your unwarranted <laughs> dick pic yeah um that never worked for you did it it's although it's shocking when the woman messages first and she sends you an unwarranted dick pic <laughs> <laughs> she's like does it match up <laughs> um anyway yeah let's talk about this choice about being single because i feel like we are going through a very interesting time me and you were having a conversation about this in the pub last week about how much dating has dating dating <laughs> dating has changed and and how much there's a massive shift in terms of uh we were talking particularly about polygamy um and not not just Dating one person and, and like Wayne, playing the field. Wayne is helping me stay in a relationship because he's like, it's the Wild West out there. Oh, mate, <laughs> mate, a- a- anything's better than this. <laughs> uh, Every time I see him in the pub, he's just traumatized from his latest date. <laughs> and I think this decision to be single is a sign of the times. Uh, and, I, and you know, we were talking about that before we hit record because I think a lot and and feel free to jump in on this, Jen, but I think a, a huge amount of it is the pressures that are on young people at the minute in terms of every aspect of life, let alone relationships. Yeah, I think, number one, like a long-term relationship has a lot to do with compromise and kind of being able to work together 
to have that relationship that's, that maintains long-term. And I think at the moment, a lot of the time, I think millennials are so busy trying to get their careers off the ground, trying to see friends, trying to think about saving, trying to think about getting that first house. And I think it becomes one of these things that actually is a hindrance. It's something we all need. We all want to feel close. Everybody needs sex. But at the same time, I think it doesn't really fit into sort of the fast-paced world we're living in at the moment. Hmm. And so I think a lot of millennials are just kind of putting it off to kind of focus on themselves, which a lot of the stats are saying that actually the reason why these millennials are deciding to stay single is to say, actually, you know what, I'm going to focus on my career. I'm going to focus on my friendships and stuff like that. And I know you in the past yourself have said to me, like you go through a phase where maybe you're seeing someone, then for the next six months, you're like, you know what, I'm done with relationships six months. And then you go through this mad mm-hmm. productivity. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to focus on my work for the next six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting because... You- <laughs> Okay, so the question, just, sorry, multiple thoughts going through my head at that point. Do you think it's a sad state of affairs that we got to the point where people go, do you know what, I am going to forego intimate relationships for my career? Um, Do you think that that's a bit tragic given that we're also in a position as a society where we're also saying, I will forego my health because of my career? And I will forego time with my family because of my career. If anything, I actually think it's a it's a good thing because I don't think people are saying I'm just choosing the career because I think it's better. I think as a 30-year-old, Wayne, slowly approaching, <laughs> I have uh, noticed that obviously we've looked back and seen a lot of young people who have got into that what looks like a deep relationship very young and actually it's, it's fallen apart because some of these foundations aren't being put in place ahead of time. And so I think a lot of the time millennials are saying financially, I'm not ready for a relationship. If I'm in a deep relationship at this sort of age, that means marriage and maybe children are going to come too and maybe that means now I've got to now move into a house and I've got to take a step back and actually my potential to change what career maybe I'm doing is not going to be available and so I think there's so many things that are in the minds of millennials that actually they are considering the whole holistic what it involves to have a relationship and then saying actually I'm not ready for that yet which again is a bit sad because then you don't want to use like lose some of the best years of your life where actually some of the great things of a relationship is actually that you're going through those experiences together it's nice to have somebody Mm. talk to and say i'm thinking about switching career what do you think Mm. but actually i think a lot of the time i think millennials are saying do you know what i'm not ready for that and i think this these sort of stats that are in this article kind of promote that millennials are just like relationships at the moment are just not for me yeah and i i think i i mean i know i've i've um been on a recent stint of about 18 months of uh being like nope I'm just going to be single. I'm not even going to think about going on dates. I'd be swiping on Tinder and Bumble or whatever, just out of boredom more than anything else, just as something to do whilst I'm stood in a queue waiting for the old biddy on the self, uh, self-service self checkout to, to uh, realise that she's put the wrong item in the shopping bagging area. She's anyway, trying, Wayne. She's trying. She's trying. I know, I know, I know. But yeah, so, so, but I had gone through this 18 month period where I was just like, do you know what? I'm not even gonna, not even gonna entertain the idea, really. Um, certainly not make a conscious effort. And it, I, I must say, it's been one of the best things that I've done. It's the longest sort of period of time where, from a state of being in a good place, I've gone, I don't want to. Don't want to date anyone. I've done it in the past, but that's been more because of baggage rather than it has actually been a conscious effort of like, no, I want to make sure that I am 
looking out for myself first and working on myself and working on my goals and working on my career and stuff. And it was honestly been one of the best things I think I could have done for myself. So, so yeah, I, I, and I mean, I think as a generation, because by the time we get out of university, we've got so much going on in terms of not knowing who we are, who we're supposed to be, still working out what we really want from life. Because actually, despite the fact that from the age of like three years old, people are going, what do you want to be when you're older? Um, We've never really, until we finish university, had the time and the mind space to just stop and go, do you know what? What do I want to be? And not just in terms of career, but who do I want to be? What type of person do I want to be? Uh, who do I want to be spending time with? You know, all of the stuff that we talk about on, on this show, really. So I do think there is definitely benefits to it. I do wonder, though, to almost kind of swing the conversation back to what we were talking about the other day. I do wonder how much single really means single to people. Yeah, but it depends. And how you. much single means just playing the field. Yeah, and I think that's how you define it. And I think, obviously, for single, for a lot of people, just means the ability to have fun, not be, be restricted, not have to answer to anyone. I think that suits millennials really well. One thing recently, like... Um, I've been start, I started jujitsu and at the end of each lesson they do like a little talk, a bit of a, a bit of wisdom that they share. <clears throat> and the guy did say, he was like, there's two things you need in this life. And it's the first thing is you need to love yourself. You need to care for yourself. And I think, and he said after that, he said, because unless you have those things, you can never love and care for somebody else. Mm. And so I think sometimes our single dumb is actually a way to give us that time to actually go inwards as well i mean if it means sleeping around and having your fun before you actually figure out what you actually want from life then maybe that's the case and you can't judge people that's their decisions Mm -hmm. but i think that that's sometimes what's happening i think that millennials we've seen by all the stats are kind of lost and i think until they kind of find themselves and learn to love themselves and accept themselves and not have to portray this fake version of themselves then i think they'll have the capacity to look at another person and be able to share that love and care that was very sweet Thank you. It's very nice. Thank you. Look at you, you big softy. Well, you know. You've turned 30 now, so that's it, yeah. Gem guru, isn't it? <laughs> cool. I think we'll wrap up there. Cool. Uh, yeah, let's wrap it up there. Uh, if you have any thoughts, let us know on Twitter at PN underscore podcasts or send us an email. I'm Wayne at PowerfulNonsense.com. He is Gem at PowerfulNonsense.com, spelt C-E-M. Oh, also, if you like the show, please do leave us a nice review on the old iTunes. Five stars or more would be greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. And share on Twitter while you're single, if you are. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Single out of choice or... Single because you're fugly. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Wow. <laughs> that just ruined all the nice stuff I said. Yeah, earlier. yeah, that's it. You just undermined all the nice things that you just said. The yin and yang, all the same. <laughs> Gem guru, balancing it out. Exactly. <laughs> okay, awesome. Uh, so thank you very much for tuning in, guys. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. See you later. <laughs>